What's worse for the turf than driving a Lambo on the field? A Chevy Suburban and an actual goat. You're listening to Can't Read, Can't Write. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, already drunk in tequila, joined, as always, by lazy plumber guy, Kevin Grek, and back for a second straight week. Straight? Second week. Now, not the month, Michael. Not the month to be pulling these shenanigans. Wow. Loud nasal guy. You're making me commit hate crimes over here, Plum. Loud nasal guy, Alex Plum. Uh, how is it going, gentlemen? Greg, let's start with you. You took some time away from the podcast. Oh, yeah. And then I considered taking more time away after listening to last week's episode. I got some notes, you guys. I got some notes. Were they largely edited out? Uh, yeah, after, after editing, I have, uh, 45 seconds of notes, uh, <laughs> no, it was, um, it was nice to take a moment to listen, to remind myself why I participate in, uh, in the recordings of these episodes. Uh, it was, it was fun though, actually getting to listen to you guys talk. You had great insights. Uh, I really, really appreciated, uh, you know, several of the topics that you guys were talking about. Um, Which ones? Yeah. Which, <laughs> <several of> them. <laughs> Which were any, uh, you know, like, like for example, when, uh, when you were talking about the last game on the aircraft carrier and couldn't remember that it was 11, 11, 11. I mean, those, it's difficult to remember, you know, those types of details, oh, you know, that's true. numbers and sequence. And yes, but it, you, you're making yourself seem very normal right now. It's yeah. fine. You and guys indispensable. Great insights on other topics. Uh, like, it was a shame that we couldn't hear them because Plum was all over the place around the mic, <laughs> all over here, all over here. And it reminded me, you know, Jonesy, you shouldn't beat yourself up about talking so much because no one can hear Plum anyway. So <laughs> we need someone on the podcast. It might as well be you. <laughs> I do have the worst microphone discipline <laughs> of anyone on this podcast. As and I near the worst myself. microphone of anyone on this podcast. <laughs> also, also true. Also, Not a good combination. That's, that's really bad. That's really bad. Uh, Plum, how are you doing? Uh, how- I have appreciated watching um, uh, our boy do his uh, Instagram takeover, uh, Sherpert. Oh, my God. He's doing great. And I cannot believe how little self-awareness I actually have around both the volume of my voice and the audio <laughs> quality, despite the number of times I've been told by both of you um, as to it. Hearing our uh, avid listeners uh, just rake me for it. Truly, truly. Maybe we should, the bookshelf well, not going to change anything. You. Won't change anything. But The bookshelf behind you, maybe we should have a rule. You have to have a hand that's able to touch it. Nope. Yep, just go back. Just yep, just keep going. No, out the door. No. Out, out the door. <laughs> See? See? Well okay. done. That was well done. A visual gag that truly must have been seen to be believed, dear listener. Uh, hey, Terry I, Gross, shut it. I really enjoy our plums of the week, I have to say. Yes, they're Sherbert. good. Uh, very, very good. Uh, and everyone should go over to Spartan underscore pod on the Instagram and enjoy them 
for yep. yourself. Yep. Plum of the week. Get, uh, your, get your plums here. If we are plugging social media, then that is, of course, time for us to thank everyone for listening and ask you to please share the podcast with Spartans in your life. You can rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And of course, as mentioned, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, which is markedly better now that we've given it as a quote-unquote prize to somebody. (laughs) (laughs) That is at Spartan underscore pod. Uh... Greg, uh, you are rusty, so I'm going to let you kick the rust off. What's the structure of this mm, week's show? I had forgotten, but now that I'm here, now that I'm drinking <laughs> the, the sweet ambrosia of the Founders Brewing Company, uh, we start with the Green Wall, where football always leads, and especially this week, because we've had uh, fine General Motors vehicles on the pitch, uh, just as the recruits requested after weeks of Italian exotics and other garbage. Fine American-made automobiles. Uh, And then we'll go to basketball, where fine American-made young men uh, are throwing down thunder dunks over uh, at the Moneyball Tournament. Uh, Then we'll cover a little thing. things. Off Grand River. And as always, take those Twitter questions. All right, let's head behind that green wall. And yes, it is the sport that always leads football. Starboys, the final reckoning. Uh, Last week of official visits in June, it's been a successful month. Sure. But it's been a minute since a commit. I think we have a question about this a little bit later on. But um, another week, uh, I think four four stars on campus, seven folks in total. Goats on campus, <laughs> literal goats, physical uh, goats. Uh, I mean, there was like on the trajectory that the team was on, it was unsustainable. Like to go from G wagons to Lambo SUVs, I mean, you had to pivot, you had to hard pivot, and that's where the Chevy Suburban comes in. And that's where <laughs> that's, that's where a, a goat comes in. Where the in. goat comes in. Uh, I think. Is it Elliot Washington is the name of the person that I'm thinking of? Uh, current Bama commit that uh, that we're looking to flip. I think Crystal Balls have come in. Uh, took some pictures of the goat with the caption, not afraid to be different. Mm, um, love that. I, I don't, I honestly, I don't hate it. Like, it's, if nothing else, it's whimsical, right? Like, it is, it's funny, mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah, it's sort of. Uh, I imagine getting to meet, uh, not meet, but getting to hang out with some goats is sort of like bubbles. I don't care how old you are. Someone blows some bubbles. You don't. You them. don't hate that. Yeah, you're happy. Unless you're the grad assistant who's in charge of picking up after the goat, <laughs> handling the goats, the turf management grad assistant. Yes. They were like, "Oh, great, uh, goat shit." On my beautiful, beautiful pitch. <laughs> Wonderful. This is what I wanted. Did you vacation in England? You keep calling it a pitch. And I'm just, I'm, I, I just, expect that, that shenanigans at a plum. I expect better out of you. Who, who I told to put his phone away and somehow has retrieved it. It's not. He's trying to write on physical paper with his uh, <laughs> Apple pencil. With, and I, I don't think it's successful. I'm guessing. I'm uh, doodling, but I'm listening. I'm listening while I doodle. Doodle. Uh, anyway, uh, the 
some some notable visitors on campus, some exciting visitors on campus. This is sort of our uh, well. So June ends official visit season, mm. so there there is a new recruiting dead period that's about ready to begin. Uh, I suspect that MSU is going to have uh, hope to have a number of the folks that they had on campus uh, back again during football season. We're going to have to talk about football season at some point in time mm-hmm. and how that schedules maybe a nightmare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we've alluded to this and kind of addressed it a few times. Yeah. Well, it might be worth revisiting. Uh, so, uh, so anyway, you know, there's a long way till December 23rd, I think is the point. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've seen a commit flip uh, or not flip. I'm um, crystal balls coming in for a commit to flip. Yeah, but to um, Arkansas, I mean, to we have Arkansas. We have a four-star wide receiver, Demetrius Bell, who committed, who's now been offered by Bama. Cool, cool, cool. So what do commitments mean? Why commit? What, what's the purpose? Well, all right, Graham. Couch, th- this is a great opportunity <laughs> to talk about everyone's favorite village idiot. Uh <laughs> No, it's a fair point. I mean, I, I don't know what you expect. Uh, it's a verbal commitment. If nothing else, it's a projection of their current thinking. Listen, we knew we went chasing waterfalls. We're not sticking to the rivers and the lakes that we're used to. And yeah. that, that means wow. that this is I have to use very dated references. Yeah, And it also means that the program is at risk for these types of things. Yeah. And we also established that as a possibility. We talked about how D'Antonio wouldn't uh, accept right. his uh, verbal commitments, taking official visits to other places. Uh, and you guys talked about this last week. It was one of the several points that I thought was valid uh, that, you know, didn't need to be cut. We're in the game of flipping, which means that we're in the game of potentially being flipped. And yeah, uh, Ma Nateate, uh, Flip from USC. Yeah. yeah. And Jeremy Bernard, right? Flip from, from Washington. Washington, where yeah. the team Washington. is going this fall. So that's uncomfortable. Or perfect. Yeah. Rayshon Benny uh, looks fondly from the bench over uh, every, every year yeah. to watch us beat the team he decided to commit to. We can only hope. But yeah, this is the name of the game. This is big boy recruiting, big boy recruiting. This kind of stuff happens and uh, it's all part of the ride. Yeah. Cause honestly, if if you're a fierce competitor and you're uh, in Alabama or an LSU or a Texas or a Texas A&M, any of the number of schools that are also recruiting the, the kids that we're recruiting. We're not talking Kentucky and Cincy anymore and Eastern Michigan. Like if you're a fierce competitor and you want that talent, you're not going to stop sending the text messages. You're not going to stop making the phone calls. You're not going to stop sending the graphics. Why, like, why would you stop? Um, If you want that kid on your team, you're not going to stop. Right. Right. So, you know, uh, just because you got a commitment doesn't mean you stop recruiting them either. Like, Mm -hmm. so Hopefully the the staff is able to continue to cement what they they already got to get to the verbal commitment. Mm-hmm. But either way, recruiting season is fun. Fun. Uh, all right. Uh, Tuck cometh. Uh, next up on the outline, 
Uh, Tuck has won College Coach of the Year for the uh, National Coalition of Minority Football Coaches. I'll be honest, I don't know who else it could have gone to. Yes. Uh, I mean, Big Ten Coach of the Year, reigning, and should have been National Coach of the Year. Uh, Depends but, on the poll. Uh, yeah. I, I, good for him. You got to be happy for Tuck. But as we talked about when he was hired, the unfortunate reality is there's not a ton of competition for this uh, for this award, unfortunately. So uh, it would be nice to see the pool for this continue to grow over yes. time. But still, an, an accomplishment and one that I hope he's proud of. He should be. I mean, and hopefully we can make this multiple years running mm-hmm. instead of it being uh, whoever wins Coach of the Year is really just that they they turn their team around the most. Um, I just want continued dominance yep. out of him. Uh, next up in the outline, we got to talk about this free lawsuit. Yes. Detroit. So you guys skipped this last week, huh? Uh, it wasn't thing. out at the time. Yeah, wasn't. I think it was. I wasn't don't know it? about that. Yeah, I better not it check. Was, it was not on my radar. Probably anyway. not out. Definitely okay. not out. Yeah. Uh, who wants to explain this? I'm happy to. I'm going to do a poor job of it, though. That'll be good. Trip over yourself. We'll just jump in to make a fool of you. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, so the uh, Detroit for Press has uh, had previously filed a FOIA uh, to get background information on the financial, the full financial picture. What's of, a FOIA? Uh, I don't know what the acronym is, but basically Freedom, Freedom of Information Act. Act. Freedom of Information Act. There we go. God, There's the tripping. Do this? I don't know. It's There's upsetting. the tripping all over myself. Uh, charming. Uh, okay. Uh, and over all of the financial particulars of the Tucker contract, including the private, uh, portions from Ishbia and from Steve St. Andre, it was denied by MSU. And it seems that Stanley's office actually gave some, uh, some background in the response for why it was denied. Uh, so now the free press is suing the university to get that information. Uh, I'm of two minds on this. One is that it is a public university. And if you're operating with a public university, that does come with a expectation for an additional layer of uh, yeah, some degree of transparency. Sure. The other side of this is, though, that it seems a little inconsistent for the free press and when they choose to file these types of lawsuits. And rich people don't want their financial business out there. And one could could ask the question is if the free press wouldn't be bothered if there was a cooling of this type of interest in MSU among moneyed individuals. I don't know. Maybe that's a little too tinfoil hat. Uh, but, uh, there have been other financial, uh, contributions made to other universities that I don't believe, uh, the free press, uh, looked into to this degree. So I don't know. What, what did you guys think about this? My thing is, um, it, The, clearly over the freep that they're making the assumption that that what they're looking for is not private information mm-hmm. uh, that the the folks that the information would be disclosed about don't have a privacy interest in uh, I think that's a bold assumption 
That said, if they don't care, I don't understand why MSU cares. And so, but I think we need to start with the assumption that if MSU's fighting this, then the the individuals involved must care. Indeed, I'd never heard of Steve St. Andre beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, before the oh, before the uh, contract, right? All yeah. this can yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Also, I debate with the free press about what is of public interest from a public institution. Because MSU has disclosed where the money is coming from. The amount of the money. The amount of the money and what the terms of Mel Tucker's contract are. Yeah. So I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Like, what more information do you need? Now, granted, you don't know unless you get the documents. Sure. Right. Like, so you, you don't, uh, the point of a FOIA is you don't really know what you're looking for until you see it. And that's fair. But. I, so I, on the one hand, I, I, I guess I'm uh, of the mind that I, I don't understand the hill that MSU is choosing to die on. Yeah. But I also don't fully buy the bullshit from the freep about what it is that they're looking for. Like, I don't know how much more there is to this story. And so by filing suit, they've been able to create another story where there probably is not one. Which is a classic MSU way of just sort of stepping in it over and over and over again. They can't help it. They just love to just make it worse. But if one or two of these gentlemen were asked about this by the university that this request came in. And one of those gentlemen said, actually, I'd prefer that we kept this, you know, if, among ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and deny this. Yeah, I mean, you're of the course, free press, if you're the free press, don't you have to sue at this point? No, no. You don't think so? You, you, you do not have to sue. No, you, no, no. You I have to make the FOIA request. You make the FOIA request. And then when they don't give you everything, isn't it sort of like, well, we kind of fucking have to now. I mean, that's my point. Like the whole, so if a FOIA is a fishing expedition, then it's a fishing expedition. So you got to give them everything or I don't, how does the fishing expedition ends when the lake has been dredged? I don't know how else to describe that or they get bored or something else happens and they, their attention gets taken away. But for a minute, because until the thing is, as they saw, I mean, People are still attacking Michigan State over Nassar shit. That's that's never going to stop. So, you know, at this point, you would just think that the people in PR at the university would have learned by now. Just fucking everything is open. Everything is open source, open book, everything, but, every fucking thing all the time. But Plum, what if what if someone gave a, uh, a offered to give a large donation to the university on condition of anonymity? Full anonymity. If, but if they can legally do that, then that's all. Then that's all it is. And well, then but, but 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 it, <laughs> but MSU has a record of who it's coming from. Sure, they but, they they know. But if they, who it but came if they from. make yeah, sure. But if they make a legal agreement that they are granting anonymity to that, then well, can't they provide this, some so, documentation but, that it was? But then you would have to disclose the agreement. Not the person's name. You could you could black out the person's name. But that yeah. wouldn't be complying yeah. with a FOIA request. So just but it, it, but it, but, the, but the agreement that this was an anonymous gift, at least it would be there on black and white. I mean. Right. I, if that's just, what they've done and they're suing to have the blackout, the whiteout removed, well, then that's insane. 
But right, but but it, I mean, I guess it, my point is is that if if you would concede that someone can indeed give an anonymous gift, of course. Well, yeah, if it's legal, then why couldn't you? So then, why can you not say, "Hey, I'm comfortable with you publishing that I paid for this, but I'm not comfortable with you publishing the entirety of our discussion about me giving this gift." Yeah, I guess it's a slippery slope. I don't know. It, like, I, I mean, I. I because my initial reaction was not different than yours, or your to your degree. Can you? Trip. I mean, like, I, why did MSU? So, yeah, why did, did MSU? And did the and did the university offer this on background to the free? And they refused to take it off the record. You know, I mean, those are other questions that you could theoretically. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great point. Like, hey, guys, like, yeah. just leave this one be. Right. Chill. Um, but all right. Well, anyway, I, I I think it's largely a nothing burger. It's just this is going to continue to happen. It's going to continue to happen, and it's going to continue to happen while, I think one of you pointed out, a statue of a man who enabled countless, countless, countless felonies to take place at the university while they continue to honor him as a hero. That is allowed to just continue to be. Yeah, cool. and as a quick aside, this whole lawsuit, not behind a paywall. Yeah. Yet, any story about Bo or Dr. Anderson yeah. behind a fucking paywall education section michael education section at least they're not as bad as the news still don't understand the news and the hill that they chose to die on in this whole thing there it is we should uh we should reach out (laughs) to certain interests over there see if we can get them on honestly we should uh relitigate this from two years ago because i'm still hung up on it (laughs) we should ask a future guest of the pod to explain that that's not fair. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because like Alex Plum defends referees. There it is. Reporters are very quick to defend other reporters. reporters. All right, there it is. They're Ooh. very hesitant to say anything negative about one good, of their own. Very good syllogism there, Michael Jones. Very good. Say that again for me. I won't. Mm. Please mm. say it louder. Be so close. Uh, to moving on to <laughs> basketball. Uh, unless, oh, do we want to talk about how the, the board, uh, authorized phase two of the Tom Izzo football building? No, we're not going to recognize that until the name is changed again. So let's Do we just... want to talk about the Brian Masala multi-layer, multi-level marketing scheme? Yes, that <laughs> does sound better. Maybe that is why the free press wanted the terms of this because. And that would be not a nothing burger. That. Cosine. Let's connect these dots for the listenership. They they might not be able to they might not know all of these things. So there's a new uh lifestyle brand, yeah. clothing <laughs> brand. I don't it, goop for Spartans. Uh Spartan Dog for Life uh is a uh is a it's a it's a lifestyle. It's a it's a thing. Uh Jonesy, what do you know? What do we know about this? Not much intentionally vague it seems yeah or um the soft open was a little too quiet but also too loud at the same time so uh we know that there is a um a group one might call it a collective but not a collective of course not that's called sd4l uh that's spartan dog for life it is the the hashtag used uh, and the brand normally only available to former athletes at Michigan State University and most commonly associated with 
football players. Football player, yeah. So apparently, uh, billionaire Steve St. Andre is the money behind a membership only brand slash collective slash um it, it seems like uh if we could get Bonobos, nft in here we could just like hit all of the it's like stitch fix but for spartans <laughs> and i'm it, it is access to the clothing that tucker and and izzo are wearing it's it's very confusing what it is i, I will i will candidly say that my immediate reaction to it is that it's bullshit um in a scam and particularly when brian masalem is rambling on like a deranged fool about how he hopes that someday the players are able to receive profit from it like i i am i am confused it it, it does not seem like something that is actually geared towards benefiting the student athlete mm. It does feel like something that's geared toward taking towards taking our money, which is fine, by the way. Like there are uh, producers of Spartan things that I readily give money to. It's fine to take my money, sure. Mm -hmm. But to 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 gussy it up in the guise of benefiting the student athlete when you're not sure if and when they'll get the money, and you need to buy a membership, that's weird. This has all the trappings of like. Being Something. trapped in a conference room and being sold yes. a timeshare. Yes. Uh, of like, uh, I've got to sit there for three hours and then they're going to shove a contract in my face and take a kidney. Something like that. I hope it's not that, but like, it feels like that. Like I said before, like if, if it just yeah. had NFT attached to it, I would just <laughs> chef's kiss. Yeah. I, Sorry. I don't, I don't, it's, I, it's coming. It's coming. NFT coming. Yeah. Nike. I mean, he describes it like Nike or Adidas, but I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand that because I don't have to be a member of Nike or Adidas. I don't have to subscribe to Nike or Adidas to buy their things. So it's, it doesn't seem to be anything that makes sense. You, but, you know, people who you have do money it. know how to continue to get money. That's If you wanted to do this better, you would make the athletes like shareholders so that yeah. they get dividends with a forced buyout upon graduation, graduation or yep. upon matriculating from the team. Uh, and you would give them dividends yep. as a result of being shareholders. Yep. Like that's, that's how you would do this on a bit of the up and up. If uh, you were interested in making sure that the players profited from it. So that's the question that has to be sussed out here. But you know, I mean, I've said this a hundred times before. Brian Masalam is the least democratic Democrat that's ever democrated in politics. That is for sure. Have you and seen her is, president? Well, okay, that's that's a better point. Have you? Have you, can I introduce you to Kristen Cinema? Okay. Uh, yeah, I was also going to say Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin. There that's were good. former trustees and maybe even current trustees <laughs> that I would say are less Democrat than our, our man Joel. Not very Democrat, I don't think. That's a good point, too. Uh, our friend Diane, who, was, who spent some time in the state house, yep. I would also call that into question. She uh, reminds me of, uh, what's the one who's like losing her, her bonkers, or losing her mind um, in California? Byram? No, no, that's no, the current uh, one. No, Feinstein? No. 
Yes. Another Diane. Diane. Hmm. Not your mother's name, but soon to be. All right. Wait, that makes it sound like you're saying my mom is going to lose her mind soon. Oh, no, no, no. Just going to change her name. Please, please, Linda. Let's move to basketball. Yes. All right. Moneyball. Moneyball. We should have just done the entire episode on Moneyball because as we all know, Mm. what happens in Moneyball (laughs) does not stay. It's a transitive, direct, directly attributable to the success of the season. Wow. Wasn't Max uh, good in Moneyball? So uh, everyone he is did, good he in didn't, Moneyball. Max didn't go to Moneyball. There wasn't. There's not been a Moneyball for two years. Two years. Yeah. Ah, yeah. that's it. Very good. Very we, good. We might have been keen to what we were inexperienced with Max Christie. Indeed, if there had been a Moneyball. Uh, so notes from Moneyball. I uh, do we want to do this as a bit of a game? No, just is, list it off because it's not real. No, no, no. Is this true or not true? Ah. Uh-huh. Does this is does the transitive property apply to this? Yes or no? Uh, all right, let's go. Are we saving Jackson Kohler for the end, or are we, are we opening with that? Ooh, because from all of the like heat that I'm seeing on MSU Twitter, that's where most of it is. Going. Let's start with Carson Cooper. Okay, great. Of Carson course. Cooper is. We'd be remiss if we didn't. Fine to play Big Ten minutes. Mm-hmm. over what we have at the five right now. True or false? False. Double, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with correct okay. this. All right. Uh true or false? AJ Hogard is going to be lighting it up from has <laughs> has developed a three-point shot. True. False. <laughs> Uh, Jade Nakins is going to be an absolute stud next year. True or false? True. Uh, That's a true from Greg. Should I be Izzo and be like, Dwayne Stevens thinks so? (laughs) True or false? Pierre Brooks would have benefited by being defended by someone other than Jade Nakins at Moneyball. True or false? I don't know if you caught that, but apparently Jade Nakins is the only person at Moneyball who chose to play defense. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It was Trey Holloman he defended. Incoming freshman Trey Holloman uh, did not have his Moneyball shining moment. Should we just call that hazing and move yeah. on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That is as, as legal as you can get in hazing. Uh, all right. Uh, Jackson Kohler. True or false has legitimate offensive skills. It's a true or false, so you can't say TBD. Can we uh, just say nope. true and manifest this for the season? Because <laughs> false would be the answer. No. I I thought Jackson Kohler looked really good. I have not made it down. It's not Diamonddale anymore. I don't know. Uh, where is it that they're playing now? Holt. Some, Holt. I haven't made it down to Holt uh, to watch, but... Uh, from the highlights that I'm seeing on social media, Jax Kohler has looked pretty good. But I, it is not an easy league to go into as a freshman, as Max Christie just found out. And I, I don't want to put that pressure on him. I will say this about Jackson Kohler, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. One of the highlight reels from Jackson Kohler is him diving after a loose ball on the ground. And things I would not have said about Max Christie. 
Jackson Kohler dove after a loose ball at Moneyball. At Moneyball. <laughs> and that tells me everything I need to know about Jackson Kohler. Did we get a Spartan dog? I think we got a Spartan dog. Speaking of Spartan dogs, uh, one. Wait, wait, speaking of or speaking of wish they were? I'm, I'm moving us on to Draymond. Oh, okay. I think you're we moving us to Max. Okay. No. Uh, I'm moving us on to Draymond because uh, our guy, Draymond Green, just won his fourth NBA championship. If there was ever any doubt that he was going to the uh, Hall of Fame, I think that is removed now. Washed. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think he had already earned it personally, but I think it's everyone, no in, if, you, if you're in the NBA for more than three years, I think you get into the Hall of Fame anyway. <laughs> is that how the system works? I, I mean, I think it's, they let everybody in there, but yes. Um, but also, I would argue uh, from having watched that game that he made the play that sort of clinched it. I mean, they, they, uh, they were just trouncing boston throughout the game but boston sort of made him it got within like eight or something with four minutes left and if memory serves draymond turned him over and then got an assist on like a a dagger of a shot from uh eventual finals mvp uh uh steph curry um but dude played super well in that game i know we talked about how he had struggled earlier in the series. Um, got into triple-double territory. Didn't quite clench it, but uh, couldn't be happier for him. I and that, that he, nucleus is still there. He passed Jordan, I think, for steals in the finals. In the passed finals, Jordan yeah. for blocks. Um, no, 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 I'm sorry. I think he passed Jordan for assists. I, I think he might have passed Magic for assists. I think Magic's number one for assists. Okay. Either either it doesn't really matter. The point is, is that Draymond has entered rarefied air in a number of statistical categories as someone in the playoffs. Uh, in the finals, not as a scorer, but I don't think that anyone thinks that's where Draymond's value is. Right. But as a comprehensive basketball player. Yeah. And it makes up the people good. Amazing career that he has had. Uh, an amazing player he's been and looking forward to the years that come for, for money green. Uh, Greg, let's go to your favorite topic. Cormac Christie. The NBA draft happens. And, uh, the Lakers only had one draft option and they could only use it on one man. That was clear. It was a consensus is what we heard. Cormac goes, 35th overall, which is the same... Wait, 35th or 32nd? 35th. 35th overall, which is the same as Xavier Tillman and Draymond Green. Pretty good company. That that automatically means... Future Hall of Famer. Future Hall of Famer. Uh, Rookie Dunker, I'm not sure quite future Hall of Famer yet, but uh, playing well. He's going to get there. and uh, He's going to hang in the league forever. I Plum, when are you going to get your Christie Lakers jersey? When's this happening? I'm going to buy one every year so that I can light it on fire in my backyard. <laughs> every fucking year. And then, and then hang it as a burnt flag on the front porch of our new home. We're very close to burning Max Christie in effigy. In effigy. 
very, very, very close. He's such a miserable twat, and I wish him nothing but the worst in his future endeavors. I, I'll never, ever get over the fact that he didn't look happy playing for our team. <laughs> I'll never forgive him for not being good playing Tell for him to team. smile. Do you, do you tell that to your female co-workers, too? I'll... Never forgive him for his dissembling and other less than transparent or straightforward behaviors. I I can't say nice things about Max Christie, and I'm not going to. So here's to here's to a hundred years of sadness for the LA Lakers for this dismal choice they've made. <laughs> boo, a boo. pox, a pox on their house, <laughs> a pox on all of Los Angeles. <sighs> I'm I'm kidding. Good for him. <laughs> no, no, don't no, say that. Don't back, it was all very down. measured. Don't back down. <laughs> Own it. In other uh, NBA news from uh, our our former basketball players, uh, Gabe, of course, uh, signed a contract with the Thunder and uh, Bingham, I think, with the Mavs, right? 10-day contract with the Mavs. So we'll see what happens with those. But uh, Strong 10 days. I'm rooting for those two. I'm rooting for them. Did uh, was Gabe's also a ten day contract, or was it longer than that? Was it? That's a uh, good question. I longer. longer. Okay, I think it's a two way. Okay, two way deal. Okay, the uh, the ten day contract is not a good sign. Marcus Bingham, uh, yeah. pack your bags for Europe. Uh, yeah, you go in there, my man. Uh, anything Sometimes else? On- that's a win. Yeah. Anything else on basketball before we move off Grand River? No. Uh, well, it's a good thing then that we have a, uh, what's the term for it? That he prefers a recovering lawyer? Yes. Because it would seem that Ohio State University has successfully yes. now trademarked the, the word the. <laughs> what the. What the fuck? Can I even say that anymore on this podcast? Did you say just, what? What a fuck! What yes, a fuck! <laughs> yeah. So it's it's deeply confusing to me that anyone can get away with this uh, because there was a conversation about whether it was merely decorative, um, ornamental is the I believe the the technical term for it, which indeed it is. It is both of those things. Uh, but, and there was a, someone else who had the trademarked that Ohio State had to settle with first. Was it Mark Jacobs or something? Wasn't like a fashion Yes, house? that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, which weirdly, not weirdly, logically, I understand how Ohio State could make the argument. The, I do not understand where Mark Jacobs is. Yeah. Um, but the reason the dispute was at issue with Mark Jacobs was because of clothing. And so the very narrow usage of Ohio State's trademark is surrounding their sportswear and related apparel. Um, I don't think people keep track of the dumbest trademarks ever given out. This would be chief among them. So, so does this to say that no other university could use the word the in its name on its branding? 
I believe that is how it would work, but unless, say you're the school in Ann Arbor. Yes. We can't say the, we, we could say a school in Ann Arbor. A, a University of, of Michigan. But I believe they would be okay to violate the trademark. Now, see, IP Lowercase, not uppercase. I think if it's for parody reasons, you might be able to get away with it. But I think that's for copyright and not trademark. Oh, Lord. So, but so, you could see the trolling and you could say that's for parody, but I don't know that wouldn't be a fair use. No, I don't think they can. I don't think anyone can. So this is very dumb, but yeah, the good yes. news is guys that we can take comfort in the knowledge that this is the only area of government that lost credibility over the last week. And it was only the patent office. Uh, trademark. Trademark office. Yeah. Uh, all of our other institutions running flawlessly right now. So I'm not bothered by it that much. Uh, should we, on that downer note, uh, acknowledge? Do we want to talk about how if anyone wants to take a camping trip to one of our respective states that we'll help them take a camping trip? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And we'll never I ask mean, them a question about a camping trip? Several of us are fortunate that our employers are already willing to uh to fund those uh camping trips yeah probably wait did qualtrics come out with a statement not it's not a statement but it is internal uh we got an email last week uh for a a utah-based company uh furious right now yeah uh we these types of euphemisms are what got us in this to begin with uh so we should say if you do need help with an abortion or other reproductive uh, health care? We feel we feel for you in this moment. This is a very terrible moment. I don't know why I decided to talk. You two are way better equipped for this. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like uh, wait a second. Really, I want to see where Greg yeah, is going. Yeah, I do too. This is Greg's like I'm going to own the word right yep. now. Let me, yep. Let's let me go. Use my words. Yeah. So uh, uh, I here's here's I think the thing. Uh, this pod feels strongly that if you want an abortion for any reason, you should be able to have an abortion. And there's no reason that you need to say to anyone why you need an abortion. Correct. And um, and on the other side of this, if you don't want an abortion or you don't think that there should be abortions, then we strongly encourage you not to have one. Not to get one. Uh, that's just as simple as it fucking is. It really we, does not we, have to be any more complicated. Would you say that we're in favor of people exercising their choice? I would say... I would say that I'm still confused at the number of people who have told me, reached out to me to go above and beyond to point out that they are themselves pro-life, but that they believe it is a, it should be a woman's right to choose. To which I say to them, practice saying it with me now. You are therefore pro-choice. <laughs> My God, why is this become those words? Like I just, I, it is, and I'll just say to Christians, who have any personal opinion about this, do you, do you. Mm-hmm. But there is no compulsion in that Bible that says you are singularly responsible for what I do to myself. And in fact, the most individualist reading of the Bible says that it is up to God to punish you for anything that you do, and it's not on me what you do. So I just, Christians who have made this into such a wedge issue and a social issue have like the Pharisees perverted the reading of scripture to serve their own ends. And this is not a theological podcast, but it is yet another unforced error 
on the part of the church to just throw the fucking stick in its own spokes and fly over the face of their handlebars face first into the cement where it belongs. Fuck. Yeah. Mm. Um, I can't speak to that, but I, and I can't even really speak to the heartache that I'm sure a lot of folks are, are dealing with right now. Um, though I've certainly spent my fair amount of the week being very sad, yep. uh, immeasurably sad. And I want to thank anyone who has, uh, gone out and, and with courage and shared their own stories. Um, trans men, binary people, non-binary, but non-binary folks, uh, women about needing to make a, a medical decision for themselves. And it has been, uh, a heart-wrenching week. I mean, let's just let anyone with a sister in the state of Michigan who could give birth to a child, anyone, any hetero that's married to a woman who could get pregnant and have an ectopic pregnancy where the, uh, the, the egg is uh, fertilized within the fallopian tube. I mean, there are conversations happening among OB, OB-GYN, uh, obstetrics and gynecologist uh, specialists as to when, when, uh, a ruptured ectopic pregnancy when the fallopian tube has ruptured and a, a female patient is bleeding out at what point in that process does it constitute a life-threatening medical emergency so i mean the, one and it'll be a man i mean my god you know it'll be some horrible man who will make that mm-hmm. decision and he'll make it mm-hmm. a minute too late and your sister is dead your wife is dead it is anyone who cares about women can not accept this or you know uh anyone who knows anyone who's been in an abusive relationship i mean <laughs> we, like i i, I guess women will die that's it yep that's a simple fact of that's the, the fact of the matter is women are going to die because men are fucking horrible so what can you do about it because to Jones's point, all of us have been sitting in our feelings. I'm sure you have been sitting in your feelings. It is incredibly easy. And I'll just say a lot of folks are jumping on and this camping analogy is great. And some folks have pointed back and sort of said, well, but listen, you know, you folks aren't trained and your hearts are good, but can you, are you really doing the right thing? There are networks out there for folks who are yes. seeking abortions. Give your money to the networks. Uh, abortionfunds.org is a national organization that gets those dollars into the hands of organizations that are run by women. They're for women. They're staffed and uh, a, a volu- with volunteers of trained women to, uh, to journey alongside and accompany women who find themselves in the position of needing those medical services. Give money. Give your money. Don't waste your time tweeting. Don't waste your time. I mean, do that too, I guess, if you want, but don't do it before you have given money because now that is what's needed. And I, I, I don't know what you say about it. And to I that end, I'll be making a contribution uh, before this goes live. Uh, and I, yeah, I don't want to co-opt a, um, obviously, a, you know, uh, a really important point in human history, but it, it feels a bit like we have the ability to fund what is uh, the modern day equivalent of an underground railroad for women who need access to the a, again, a, network. I believe. Yeah, is, oh, network. is that what we're calling it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause we're not co-opting phrases and that's actually probably very smart. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. yes, um, it, 
Yeah. Uh, I want to also shout out Patagonia. Um, yes. Who, because <laughs> you saw a lot of statements uh, from from companies that that are some might call woke. Uh, Dick's that, Sporting Goods, of course, the well, wokest of them all. They stopped selling guns, man. Yep. So uh, I bought a cooler from Dick's, and I'm proud of it. Hey, yeah, be a dick. Uh, be a dick. But uh, who you know are offering to pay, offering to pay travel expenses. Uh, I was uh, more impressed with Patagonia highlighting the what they're willing to do for folks who exercise whatever their choice is, right? So what you'll do if you have a child, what you do if you don't want to have a child, that they were willing to spend the money. But then also they were willing to pay for protest training and the bail for anyone who's arrested as part of a protest um, because it, it takes allyship uh, in all forms. And watching the responses to protests have been the least surprising thing that I've seen. That initial video that came in of the the officers marching in line in their riot gear with the Capitol behind them. It was just like dystopian, you know, mm-hmm. it, it looked like stormtroopers uh, on the march and it, it was difficult on Friday. And it, I can't imagine for some of our listenership, how they must've felt. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I don't know that, uh, as, as, uh, three dudes, we have, uh, Three dudes in a, a very fortunate situation, each of us. Yeah. Um, so, but I just uh, it, for anyone listening who cares, their Plum highlighted a great resource. Uh, know that you, if you for whatever reason need to reach out, you have allies here, and uh, that we will uh, will be putting our money where our mouth is. And um, we ask that if you have the capacity to do so, that you do the same. So, on cool. that note, and in- also fuck the court. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, can we just all say that? Fuck Sam Alito. Fuck John Roberts for losing the entire fucking narrative. And fuck Neil Gorsuch. And fuck Brett Kavanaugh. The two of them should be impeached for perjury. Fuck it. Fuck the court. Fuck all of it. Fuck. Do we want to use our Amy Coney Barrett uh, material here? Uh... (laughs) Dear listener, we were quite convinced that it couldn't be possibly true that she had the name of a Coney dog, but indeed she does. We thought it was Comey because it was more likely that she shared the name with a doofus who ran the FBI <laughs> than. <laughs> hey, my, my six, six friends, you know, he's in the group. All right. You know, go easy on him. Go easy on the big you're, fella. You're one the six friends. Look. I don't know. I, I try to get in on that, on that club uh anyway yeah she's a particularly runny nasty vile coney dog uh that i would pass on anyway um cool 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 yes uh we talk about caleb swinnigan now yeah, we're keeping it down keeping it in this energy um there's not good news here to share but caleb no. swinnigan former msu target for whatever that means commitment and it means not- oh oh yeah yeah but ultimately went to purdue fantastic player in the big 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, a game changer has unfortunately passed away at 25, 24, 25, 24. something like that. Very young, far too young, distressingly young. And there's not like a great backstory here. And there's not a ton of details. I don't think that are, that are super public and it doesn't really matter why he passed away. It's just sad. And, uh, and we just wanted to take a second to acknowledge 
that a shitty thing happened and it's yep. sad for anyone who's a fan of Big Ten basketball. So um, it would be remiss to not acknowledge that. Uh, so that feels like the perfect time to do a transition to Twitter questions. Well, Jer Bear is here for us. Jer Bear will pull us through. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, also, I don't feel like we we actually talked all that much about uh, our 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 favorite LSJ columnist. I thought that for sure that would come up, but let's let's do it. Let's do it live. All right, Jer Bear, <laughs> up first. Uh, okay, first up from Jer Bear. How fun would it be to see MSU baseball make the College World Series, and how well would the CRCW crew do in Rocco's Jello Shot competition? Are you guys familiar with this? No, I don't know what this is. So I don't know the hard and fast rules, but there is a, I think it's a bar called Rocco's. I'm going to confirm this. Is this in in Nebraska where the college football, uh, or the college world series is played? Yes. Okay. Uh, so it's Rocco's pizza. Um, and uh, they keep score. I think of the gist is, is as a fan base, you do jello shots. They keep score of how many jello shots you've done. Um, so there's like a tally. This is like a, 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 a Hogwarts house type of competition. Except you don't earn them; you just do them. Four uh, shots, Michigan State. Yeah, four shots, Indiana. Uh, so yeah, that's the gist of it. Is that uh, I mean, I what think a that's genius all you need. idea for for a bar to do. Yeah, I mean, move some serious product. I mean, all I know is how easy they're to do at the graduate. So I don't see why I would struggle <laughs> at all in this. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'd be going, by the way. Uh, I do enjoy, we, we haven't uh, heard from our man on the street, Raymond Chains, uh, about the baseball team recently. I would love to see the team end up in the College World Series at some point. Hmm. Uh Love, love to watch some baseball. Would really enjoy it if they were a little bit more competitive. We've seen a number of Big Ten teams uh, participate. Would you go to Omaha with me if we made the College World Series? You're going? If we make the College World Series, absolutely. Absolutely, I'm going to Omaha. How many games do they play in the College World Series? Doesn't matter, I'm going. I mean, you, you got to be there for a minute if they're, <laughs> if they're doing well. Uh, sure, it seems easy to co-sign on right now great so love it we're all on the record buy your tickets next year we're going next up from jer bear uh you get to have one existing building on campus named after you which do you choose i hate this question i thought we answered this last week business was was this not a question we answered last week i'll take uh i'll take the the building to be built, the the 200-foot Spartan statue. I'll take that one, named after me. Uh, and then finally, July 4th movie rankings. Independence Day, Die Hard 4, Jaws? Question mark? Oh. I don't know why Die Hard 4 would beat Jaws. I mean, this just goes to show how bottom of the barrel we're scraping. <laughs> if, if we get Jaws, question mark, and Die Hard 4, as number uh, two, the answer is Independence Day by the widest of margins. Indeed, end of list. Yeah, I mean, we could also watch like a Born on Fourth of July, but that's not really a have a beer and light off some fireworks type of uh, <laughs> type of flick, as I recall. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Independence Day, the Bill Pullman presidential uh, 
But on behalf of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I cried out in one voice. Yeah. Uh, America. Yeah. We're the best. Jer, great question. Uh, very, very easy answer. Next up, from wide receiver to combo guard pipeline, you, quote, accidentally kill your competitor, Matt Shenanimal. That's uh, Matt Sheehan, friend of the Okay. Uh, where on MSU's campus do you hide his body? If I, if we end up killing Matt Sheehan, I just want to be clear, it's because we gave him too many Miller Lights and Fireball, and that's the only reason. We like Matt here. He was a great, he was a great guest on the pod. Yes, very we're appreciative. Not, we've not heard from Matt Sheehan in a while, have we? We appreciate all of our of our uh, guests on the pod. After they after they uh, make it, uh, yeah, not before them though. Not this until is, they're uh, on the pod. This is what the Baker Woodlot is made for, right? This is exactly right. <laughs> I would put him. I would climb up those old stacks, those old unused stacks, the ones that used to say Michigan Agricultural College on them, and I'd stuff his nice little body down one of those stacks. It would just <laughs> slowly destackify. Destackification process. There's surely some pigs on campus that we could feed him to. Sure. Mm. Somewhere. Or a goat, you know, one goat. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up from Spartan 18770, number one. Ah, uh, Mamopolis. You, you got us. Everyone's numbering these days. Uh, how fun would it be to see MSU? Be- nope. Uh, nope, that's Jer. Uh, my new job is being a bureaucratic paper pusher. It is one of the nine circles of hell. What is your circle of hell? This oh, is a great that's question. Great question. Also, I mean, Spartan eighteen seven seventy. I understand that this work can be mind numbing and soul crushing, but you know what? The world's full of shitty jobs, and if it puts food on the table, you know. Could be worse. I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah. yeah say more. I don't. Uh, maybe my circle of hell was listening to that. Um, there we go. <laughs> that could have been. That could have been my. That could have been mine. I don't know. My personal circle of hell is the uh, whatever malady we discover at the new house. Uh, it seems to replicate itself at my existing house, even when that wasn't an issue just five minutes ago. But as soon as it's discovered that some repair has to take place at the new house. It it has to also be replaced here. You have like a mirror imaging situation. There's some system, yeah, yeah. The new to... house is like a voodoo doll. Yeah, it, it, yeah. That's it. That's it. Limitless, limitless. The pins. My circle of hell are people uh, checking out at the grocer that are in no specific hurry at all. Yes. Just taking their self checkout in particular. Yeah. Oh my god, who are you, people that? have nothing better to do than to just simply examine that carton of milk to find the UPC shrug. Oh, oh, there it is. It's all, it's been on the bottom the whole time, I guess, you know, look, look back down at the machine, give it, maybe give it a little scan. Uh, one did it, pass, did two it take pass. It? Did it take, I can't yeah. tell if it took it. Did you hear it beep? If they try to use a coupon, did we all hear I, Was that his beep? Murder them. Just straight up hide them in the hide them next to she animal yeah. uh, in the in the stacks in the stacks destackifying big, big stacks. Jonesy, what about you? Painting, yeah, painting. 
You've been living that circle of hell. Or commitment watch. Uh, Next up from Spartan18770, how insecure do you have to be to tweet about high school recruits not winning the Big Ten Championship? I'm guessing this is a direct reference to something happening on Twitter. I don't know. Uh, Where's that? There's shot no, at us. not at us. Um, there's been a lot of insecurity from uh, from the U of M folk. Uh, they're they're coming from a place of fear, and I'm going to extend my empathy to them, but also Aww. say, don't tweet at recruits. Yeah. Uh, the, you get to say uh, go green or shoot a nice gif to folks. Uh, best of luck if they don't pick your schools, maybe acceptable. Though I'd say just don't tweet at them. But yeah, there's been a lot of fear coming from the. Uh, I would just say as a rule of thumb, an adult should not be talking to anyone under the age of eighteen that they don't know because of a blood relationship or some other very meaningful important relationship. If you don't know them, other fluids. Hmm. And, and, and this all- is why, and this is why adults should not be talking to children on the internet. So just don't. Okay. And to all these charming gentlemen engaging in this, uh, from the university of Michigan fandom, I also apologize to their Twitter dates that have ghosted them. Oh, and what they're saying in the DMS there, uh, truly vile, awful people. Uh, and <laughs> finally from Spartan 18770, do you think Tucker can get an Apache attack helicopter to the next recruit of recruit photo shoot? You guys know the rest. That uh, is the next logical step. Is you guys know the rest? Oh, is it? Is that yeah. every uh, every week at Fuck Michigan? Ah, there we go. There we go. That is the next logical step. I like that. That is good comedy, at Spartan eighteen seven seventy. Um, but we don't need it because we had the Chevrolet Suburban. Chevrolet uh, Jesus Christ. Chevy Suburban. We didn't talk about this before. Chevy I have to say, Chevrolet. I'm so disappointed in General Motors for being like, hey, we want to join in on this, you guys. And they, they have a vet and that's great. But like then to be like, Here, here's a Suburban. That counts. You, you like the Suburban, don't Here, you? Here's a nice appointed Ruby. Malibu. Is, really is do the young men like the Malibu? How about a small bolt? You can't fit in it, but it's electrified or whatever. It's Ugh. the future, you guys. Just, just upsetting. God. Just... Meanwhile, there's a whole parking lot full of unused Camaros. They should have rolled 200 Camaros onto the field at Spartan Stadium and just been like Camaro Palooza. It would have at least been yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but what beats goats? You know? Mm. Do you remember when goats were like the scapegoat? And now goats are the greatest of all time? Oh wow. I think huh. the I think truly the greatest of all time is yeah. whoever the goat's publicist was. Yes. To pull that off. Yes. To go from scapegoat to greatest of all to time. Greatest of all time. Huh. Not an attractive animal, you know? No. And to do it under those circumstances. Truly impressive. Very impressive. Next up from... Probably whoever developed the milk ads, you know? (laughs) It's true. It's true. Next up from the Keith Ski, uh, favorite D'Antonio era linebacker, Greg Jones, the Bullas, Darian Harris, Joe Bocci, Danico's Allen, Eric Gordon. Ooh. Oh, it's... Yeah, it could be... Riley Bulla? Could be Joe Bocci? 
could be Max Bulla. I think you choose a Max Bulla over yeah, a Riley Bulla. I just uh, like Riley's think, name better. <laughs> I think Riley would have disagreed with everything that we said earlier about the Supreme Court. Uh, I'm going to take me a Denikos Allen from this list. Okay, say more. A Denikos Allen, particularly his play in the horseshoe, ah. tackling someone, but jumping over a dude to tackle the quarterback and yeah. get a sack. I will always adore Danico Allen for that. Uh, other than that, I also love Greg Jones. What about you? What's uh, other than Riley Bulla? What do you think? Uh, no, I mean, I don't know why Joe Bocci stands out to me. I know he kind of had a little bit of uh perseverance. He was injured at some point. Is that recall? No, no, he tested positive for drugs. Nothing. And I never really liked Joe Bocci. And I've been saying consistently that if I had to choose some person, it probably wouldn't be him. But it was a uh, performance enhancing drugs. Does that make you feel better? Which yeah, is why I've always liked Joe Bocci, <laughs> which is why I've always <laughs> liked Joe Bocci, because people should be allowed to do whatever they want with whatever enhancing. He went, he went above and beyond. It's how much he cared. He cared. He should be celebrated for that. Next up from the key ski MSU athlete with the most intriguing quote, what could have been story? Uh, Kalen Lucas, uh, no injury. Max Christie, second year. Boo. Connor Cook, uh, no end of career injuries, etc. I think injuries is the big thing here. Uh, or, what if Jaron he... Jackson went into Tom Izzo's office and said, I want to come back, and Tom Izzo doesn't say, get the fuck out of here, and said, says, <laughs> welcome back. Uh, I mean... 2020 final four <laughs> the <laughs> pandemic <laughs> like the kale and lucas one it, is a good call though because that team went to a final four without the big 10 player of the year yeah lost on some garbage on a foul that wasn't called because refs am i right you yes. guys am i yes. right yes. refs are the worst anyone who uh, chooses to officiate is a dumbass that retired? one stands out. You could do the same thing with Keith Appling. And Keith Appling's interesting because like... Would he, he have had... gone on to become a murderer? That's, That's where question. I was headed with this. Would he be in prison right now yep. if he hadn't hurt his hand against that Carolina team? I get shit for one comment and you guys are... Listen, uh, this podcast, this podcast is notoriously consistent with how it treats murderers. murderers. Whether they are... Whether they are players, <laughs> former players like Keith Appling, or they are Division One uh, football, football coaches, coaches like Brian at Kelly. LSU, <laughs> we are consistently anti-murder. We take a hard line against murder. <laughs> we don't do it. We won't. We don't. It's we're consistent. I would add to this uh, to keep with the injuries. Delvon Rowe, uh, his injury in high oh. school, uh, that was a bummer. And we were, I think Izzo made a statement that we actually never saw the Delvon Rowe that he, uh, that he originally recruited. Wow. Do you think if we win a natty in 2020 and there's still a giant cliff disaster happens, are we all chill right now? Or are we all a little panicked? No, mm. more chill. Definitely more chill. Really more chill? Yes. Okay. Isn't the team better if we don't even have one year of Max Christie? Isn't that the real, real what questions. could have been? Hmm. 
We would have gotten Jaden Akins, which I'm not convinced that his defense would have been substantially worse. There we go. People are saying. People are saying. People are also asking, like the Keith Ski, what are you drinking? Well, this tonight was a hazy IPA for yours truly. Uh, also a Centennial IPA over here and a Heineken. What do you got, Jonesy? I have the Yards Brewing Company Philly Standard, mm. which is described as work hard, drink easy, which I assure you, it's a liquid. I drink it the same as all others. <laughs> as all it's, other. It's easy. It's easy. I don't struggle generally with liquids. No, you seem to Cheers. enjoy. Gulp them right on down. Mm-hmm. Not a boy. Take them. Take them easy. Uh, if it gets too viscous, that's another story. Finally, from the key ski, most overrated Big Ten helmet design. Penn State, right? I mean, we're going to yeah. take the low-hanging fruit on this, right? I mean, Michigan's helmet is terrible. Yeah. It's not. It's horrible. It's not even original. We did it before them. And we decided this is ass. This is bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do. Uh, Kiski, I like the question. I would add, I would suggest, do people go crazy about the Penn State helmet? I think they just like the the look of the uniforms in total. I don't think it's the helmet though, in I think particular. It, it's it, isn't it just white? People, it's white same, with a blue stripe. Yeah, I people love say their the same helmet. thing about um, about Bama too, though. And I'm like, I don't get it. I like a I like simple understated unless it's neon, but otherwise just very simple understated. I don't think that Penn State's helmet's over. What if we had a black helmet with a single neon stripe on it? Would you be into that? I would be one thousand percent into that. Especially if it was a matte black. What if you found out afterwards that Max Christie designed it and sent it to Tuck? No. <laughs> that was good mic discipline. Thank you. <laughs> All that out. Thank you very much. Uh, next up from the Upper Deck Jerk Guy. What do you think about Gabe Brown at OKC? It depends okay. on his game, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. OKG. 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 Uh, uh, Draymond thinks Max will be an NBA star. Does Alex think he knows more than Draymond? <laughs> <laughs> Draymond had to say nice things, and, and he's right to. He's right to. Uh, I'm sure that Max will be a star because I've said all these horrible things about him, but in the off chance that he isn't, I am going to make popcorn and I'm going to just eat it slowly, smiling. All right, here's a question for you. How many years into the league do you think it's appropriate for you to take a actual victory lap? But second follow-up question, how many years into the league before you do take a victory lap? So <laughs> when's it appropriate to and when, when do you actually I? take it? Uh, probably five years it's appropriate, uh, maybe four, and I take it after the first year. <laughs> Great. Love it. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Okay. Uh, next, sir. Greg, <laughs> go ahead. You got this one. And finally, from the protector guy, uh, just casual conversation here. Uh, did you see that two girls, one cup video? Are you still scarred by it? Uh, two guys, one podcast here. So, <laughs> uh, he says two guys because he doesn't count me as a guy because he's homophobic. So oh, that's why he did that during in, the month June, too, Michael. In June of all months, during the month, deeply, deeply offensive. I am proud of my heteronormative. I thought you were going to say I'm proud of being a boy. 
I thought that's where you were going with that. And I celebrate your girlish figure. I wish it was. Churlish. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Okay. That's better. Uh, I have actually not seen said video. Um, but I'm I would, with it. I still can't. I mean, I remember it, and so, but in remembering what I remember of it, I would have to say I'm scarred by it. But I think it was because it couldn't be real. Like I don't, I still don't think it was real. Like it clearly was real enough, but I don't think it was as real it's as a they nightmare wanted, as you wanted it to be. Yeah, it's a nightmare in that way. Do these things still happen on the internet? Like, oh, are there oh, sure still these and types worse. of things? And worse. they're called crush videos, and they're disturbing. Oh. oh. Lovely. Okay. Uh, All right. Next up from Elon Bloom. uh, What recruiting rank does the 2023 class glass need to end up for MSU Twitter to think it was a success? Jonesy, our liaison to MSU Twitter. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, I don't care about MSU Twitter, but I... So... That's not the question, Michael. You're inserting yourself into this. I'm not... Classic white guy move wow how is it that my uh so we started going 2013 right to so 2010 we were 22 uh 2011 33 yikes this is where msu hangs out high 20s low 30s that's that's basically it uh, uh, so, so I think for me, if we're a top 20 class or like 20 to 15, I think you got to say that's exciting. I think Elon Bloom to answer your question directly, 15 ish, 14, 15, right there, right, right in there is what MSU Twitter is going to need. Uh, because to get that, it would be about the same energy, like the same type of recruits coming in. Uh, yeah. that type of thing. So that's, yeah. that's what I'm guessing. Uh, next one, uh, we actually kind of covered this. How excited do we get with Jackson Kohler's Moneyball play? Big, I, happy, big, happy. Why not? Why not just be happy? I don't think Jackson Kohler showed anything that we didn't suspect based upon his high school tape. Uh-huh. This isn't AJ Hogard shooting a three pointer or Tum Tum shooting a three pointer. Mm-hmm. This is Jackson Kohler doing Jackson Kohler things. And I think that him playing in a pro-am, there's a reason to be at least a little bit excited what he could become. And this next question is for you, Michael, though. I also recommend we get, you know, some feedback from Plum on this. Uh, because mm-hmm. of the Detroit, I had to, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. of the Detroit pride. style. Because of pride. Coney dog, you know, that is your, your your hometown there. Plum, how uh, do you accept this? What do you put on your hot dog? Does now being an East Coast elite change what you put on a hot dog? Plum, first, when you put on your hot dog, do you find the for her pleasure to be uh, offensive? Can't we all enjoy a ribbed style? We can, and we really should be able to. Shouldn't we? <laughs> Shouldn't we be able to? Uh... So, uh, Plum, what's your answer to, uh, actually, because I know you, you and, <laughs> god damn it, I yeah, can't say go anything. Ahead. Come on, continue. I know you enjoy a hot dog. <laughs> stupid. So stupid. It's so, it's so <laughs> stupid and it's so childish. What, but 
It's gotta but be we, a it's gotta be a Flint style coney sauce. We go over this every time. No, no, no. But you, no, no, no. But hot dog. You've got a hot dog. <laughs> oh, and so I don't get to put the coney sauce on it. Yeah, you're at a you're 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 at a cookout. You're yeah. You're it's at a mustard, grill. relish, and onion. That's it. you I thought you were a mayo on the hot dog kind of guy. No. Oh no. Take off. Ooh. Take I, off. I I could. I put. I would put mayo on anything. I'd eat mayo on chocolate chip cookies if given the opportunity. Mm, interesting. Uh, so I am uh, with plum on mayo, or I'm sorry, I'm with plum on mustard relish as absolutely the correct answer, but I will definitely put mayo on a hot dog in a heartbeat. 10 out of 10. Disgusting people. Uh, it's calories, Greg, it's calories without a ton of flavor, so you can just kind of ingest that's, it. And that's frankly all that you need, my friend. Put you said mayo should be out. right up my alley. Yeah, mayo should be uh, right up your alley. Next up, uh, from Mr. Neurotic Pants, I visited the big house and X is the shoe. Do I owe you an apology? Am I an expert now? Sure. You can be an expert. <laughs> it, we're all experts over here. Uh, next up from Mr. Neurotic Pants, any truth to Danton Cole having renounced hockey and dedicated himself to riding trains? You're just giving away... <laughs> Concepts now for the Tom Izzo show. Choo choo. Check it, check it, check it, check it. I spent a lot of time today uh, for very dumb reasons looking at all of the various via rail, transcontinental, Canadian uh, train options. Uh, and there are a bunch of them headed on through the Rockies. So I, I, uh, I'm with you there, Dan. I'm with I do you. like that Danton, uh, having been fired, walks out of Mun and finds himself trapped at a, a train crossing in the East Lansing mm-hmm. and find it's sort of finding God in that moment. He's, he's going to be a train watcher from here on out uh, with the dream of riding one. He's just walking around with his bindle and a stick. Yes. And, like a, uh, a, a, a true hobo. Yes, indeed. Uh, and then finally, Plum, would you like to address Grooch's personal hygiene issue? <laughs> yeah, I, I will. I'll take this opportunity. Issue? Yeah, yeah. There's more than one. <laughs> I will say we have, and the only reason we're doing it publicly is because this podcast has brought this up to Kevin multiple times, and now now this is an intervention before and after recording. It's, you know, this is going to get cut because he controls that. Yeah, he does Mm-mm. control that. No, I'll let the people hear. Yeah, they, they need deserve to, hear to know. It. Well, you deserve to know. You need to hear what we hear. You need to see what we see. And frankly, you need to smell what Zill smells every day. It is, it's more flavor than you can taste. And it's not something that should be tasted, I guess, is what we're trying to say. It's uncouth. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's bad. I guess that's what's, the, what's the uh, what's the potato chip that's very uh, uh, popular in Canada? Uh, 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 all all dressed, all dressed. Yes. I think is it. Yes. Uh, so imagine taking a, a bag of all dressed potato chips and putting in a bowl of mayonnaise, <laughs> and then and this is your personal hygiene, and then placing it in the sun for a week. Uh, at the end of said week is how the scent is that emanates be- beneath your waistline. And we're not comfortable with it. Yeah, we don't like it. <laughs> it's because I hide all my pitching tar. 
next up. <laughs> next up from uh, John Hubbard. Let me just let me just touch that tar. Let me just make sure it's get as in there. sticky as I think it is. I'm gonna get thrown out of all the baseball games from here. Oh on my out. god! Uh, next up from John Hubbard. What is the reward for winning? July Twitter questions. Running the pod's LinkedIn account <laughs> next door. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, it should be a pod next door. What are the things that people would complain about on Pod Next Door? It would be like, uh, I don't know, subscribers and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, I, I do think it would probably be. Um, well, someone did say we saved their marriage, so I assume that means we've also ruined somebody's yeah, marriage. Yeah, that's the yeah. look at that. I think we definitely have. Uh, so. Uh, did you speaking of Jonesy? I'm curious. Have you checked in on the next door now in the new neighborhood? No, I. I it's owned by Facebook, right? No, I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. I also, I'm familiar. Next door feels like an unhealthy place to be. I think Fair. it is. We have a. We are now in a, a group text, a group chat with uh, the neighbors on our block. So that's wow, its own thing. Uh, that feels unfortunate. No, wow. I'm actually kind of excited about it because we haven't really had like good neighbors in any of the places that we've lived, the two houses that we've owned. So having those um, here is exciting. Uh, Alex. Oh, my, my friend's over here, my man. Yeah, sorry, everybody. The dog came in and I was trying to pet her. <laughs> this is new. This is new information. Uh, next up from John Hubbard. Uh, what is the better sport for a home and home series? Football. Or basketball. Listen here, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, no, no sport needs a home and home series because what team is going to travel two years in a row to your stadium for two home games for your team? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I get, maybe a team that doesn't have like a appropriate aquatic venue for women's di- swim and dive. You know, or maybe, men's, or men's. Maybe that, maybe like Michigan State, when they fill it in, we'll have to go do home and home for the University of Michigan or other competitors. Arizona State uh, hockey was doing a remodel on their their place, and they did a home and home. Yeah, home they did home. a home because we were home and home both times. Maybe we'll be away and away. So I don't know what you're asking, but what an asinine way to ask it. Well, he doubles down here uh, as if he knew that this was going to happen. Uh, would Plum get back into refing if soccer started home and home series? Sounds like a great time for fans, players, and referees alike. <laughs> Listen, if those home and home games are both at the same Detroit-based stadium near where I live, of course, of course, we would get in. Of course, those. for convenience' of course. sake only. Next up from Mark Team and Mac. <laughs> oh my God, we've not heard from Mark Team and Mark. Welcome back, Mark T. Uh, one. And then I, if there were more, I didn't see them. There weren't, which it was the most infuriating thing. (laughs) Did it like it was a series and it was like, nah, I'm good. Good for you, Mark D. Mark D asks, each week you ask us to rate the podcast. And as someone who's only been listening to the pod for a short 18 months, I'm not sure what rating the pod has earned. What does the pod believe its own rating should be? Mark D. So Mark, you go ahead. No, you take this. Mark D. I think we're all, I can speak for everybody here, right? We are big believers in The Secret, the well-known uh, Oprah's book club. Yeah. You need to speak something into existence in order to manifest it into the world. That's right. 
Mark T, I would suggest you rate the podcast like the recruits you'd like the football team to get. Oh, yeah. Mm. Wow. Look at you. Manifest those five stars. Wow. By way of the Apple podcast store yeah, yeah. specific very specifically very specific apple podcast apple. Mm-hmm. very specific. i've been told you can rate on spotify if that's how you listen fine do it there too uh next up from r sawyer what's your favorite song to listen to when you just need to rage at the world for obvious reasons plum can you no, greg can you cut something in for me what do you want papa roach cut my life into peace <laughs> No need. You just did it right there. I need some last resort looped in. <laughs> that seems like too much effort for Papa Roach. So, no, please <laughs> cut it in. No, nope. it's not happening. It it's not happening. Uh, it's just not it. happening. I hate you. Uh, or Sawyer, though. We, last Jonesy's resort. been listening to a lot of Papa Roach, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't listen to music to get like the rage out. I, I have to turn the music off and then I start like yelling. So, at Yali at the at Yali, yeah, whatever. My hands, the steering wheel. At, uh, yeah, whatever it is. Whatever uh, it is. Next up from Mamopoly, number one. Revenue making sports are a male dominant field, dominated field, and everyday life is reverting to laws of inequality. Is there a correlation? And if so, do you see any chance of female athletics growing in popularity? Good question. I understand. Uh, I understand where we're coming from and concept here. But as Jonesy is very good at pointing out, and I invite you to do it again here, there are very convincing arguments that NIL will strongly benefit and elevate a number of women's sports. Yeah, it's it's not only that, but you look at the largest opportunities for revenue growth for networks, it's women's sports and women's basketball in particular. uh, You know, there's a reason that you've been able to see TV revenue for the WNBA uh, that's grown over time. Uh, The women's NCAA basketball tournament is uh, I, I think, we talked about it on the pod, but did an insane amount of money in ad revenue. And once they finally received the equality that they've earned and deserve, they deserve period, but also they put on a great product. It's earned as well. Um, you're going to see a, a cataclysmic amount of uh, awakening from a lot of brands about the amount of money that they can make through women's sport. So uh, I don't know if that means that they get more popularity, but in the way, if, if nothing else, they have fans. And I think that's the thing that you need to think about is that uh, you need, you need folks who are, are just not casual viewers, but you need folks who are fans who, who buy into want to be part of subscribe to whatever it is that uh, that's being sold and, and women's sport have big time. They have a, a high conversion rate to fans. And so uh, there's a lot of money to be made in women's sport. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Plum, you made weird faces at me. No, I like that. Okay. 
This is why we should be zooming. Uh, next up, uh, why did the LeBron James Triple Logo Man car just auction for $2.4 million? Uh, I don't collect cards, but my understanding is that only one of them existed, right? They only made one of them back in the day or whatever it is. I didn't choose uh, to Google. Yeah, I I didn't care that much about it. So um, oh, also, I think it it's not like the biggest card of all time either. It's just like a recent one. Honus uh, Wagner sold for more, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and finally, from Monopoly, number three, who is going to win the hockey game tonight and why is Tampa Bay behind in the series? Pretend who you cares? care. No. I actually, I did watch uh, the Avalanche destroy them in one game, uh, oh. but I have not been able to keep up with the hockey uh, from then. So... I don't care. I don't. And that's why we will have Jer back at some point this summer to do that hockey. Mike Jones, do you want to take us on through? At the time of this question from listener Mike Jones, we didn't get any football commits this week. Is Is the sky falling? World ending? Should we fire someone for the lack of commitments? Ross Ells is the answer. Um... Someone tell me it's going to be okay. Greg is someone who cares the most about uh, recruits. I care the most about star boys. It's me. It's, it's well established that I'm the star boy chaser. Uh, I'm with you, Mike Jones, burn the whole place down. We've come to expect a certain lifestyle and uh, we're just not getting it. So Melvin, I'm not content. He's uncontented. Uh, Plum. Will Max Christie be as successful as other Spartans drafted at number 35 overall, Draymond Green in 2012, and Xavier Tillman in 2020? What a what a what a stain on the reputations of Draymond Green and Xavier Tillman that he went 35 like the two of them. Not only will he fail to live up to them, but he is a he should be blotted out from the memory of all faithful Spartan alumni. That's right. Was right. Uh, I think Joey Hauser listens to the podcast, and whenever he hears this bit, he's just like, "Oh, thank God, I'm not the only one. Oh, I'm not the only." He's moved on from me. These <laughs> shots were all meant for me, but now Max takes them instead. Poison arrows. Uh, last up from Mike Jones, and final Twitter question: Anyone watch the E60 Unrivaled Wings Avalanche documentary? You did an absolute must-watch from the bloodbath rivalry in the '90s. Turn it on when it started. He turned it on when it started to get the DVR going, and then head outside for some yard work. But after standing there for the first five minutes, he said, "Grek, fuck the yard." I had to. He gets. He turns into a bowl of mayonnaise (laughs) when confronted with certain. We're just trying to keep things PG-13 over here on the podcast. Oh, so only one person can swear? That's what the That's word right. is? You okay. get one, and it can't be sexual in nature. <laughs> I'm gonna have it. Uh, uh, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, it's difficult for me to find with my, with my current uh, uh, cable-cutting uh, setup. It's uh, difficult it for me to find this, this on-demand type of content, but yes. we'll get there. I'll, I'll see if Sapek uh, can put it on his Plex, and then I'll see if he can Plex, get you a log. Plex! Plex. 
All right, gentlemen, uh, I think we have a tiny bit of housekeeping before we part ways. Uh, we are going to take, no? What kind of housekeeping? Take next week off. Oh, maybe. Sure. I thought we decided we weren't. Oh, we're just gonna cut. oh, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. All right, so so maybe we'll be here next week, maybe not. TBD, see how much we'll hate Plum actually. <laughs> that's this follow up to Love Actually. Hate stinky. Plum Actually. Stinky. Hate Plum Actually. A sequel. You are stinky boys. Well, just next podcast. I'm just gonna hold up signs and <laughs> flip through them. Very good content. Very good. That's it's great for a podcast. That's All right, gentlemen. Uh, as always, go green. Go white. Go white.